Hey, DMV's best realtors. I'm excited for today's guest. He's a high-performing 30 under 30 honoree, and in this part one of a two-part interview, we get to talk about productivity strategies for focus and how he's continued to effectively grow his business by staying connected to his database. Welcome, Sam Medvine. Take it away, Keith. Welcome to DMV Realtor Radio, the daily podcast for real estate businesses in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Each episode, we cover tactics for making more money in less time and valuable business strategies to help DMV real estate professionals move business forward. DMV Realtor Radio is perfect for real estate agents, team members, rainmakers, brokers, and owners. You want to make this the best year in business. We provide the tools. This is DMV Realtor Radio, and here's your host, Jason Stone. Uh, Sam, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jason. Yeah, appreciate carving out some time. You know, you're a recent 30 under 30, uh, class of 2020 honoree. Uh, so really excited to, to unpack today what that kind of journey was like uh, for you, and you continue to build business year over year at a high level. So uh, let's get right into it, Sam. You know, I think it's a great place to start uh, from a background standpoint. Uh, you know, what attracted you to getting inside of the business in the first place? And really, how was that first year for you? Yeah, this is always an interesting question, but uh, one that I enjoy answering because I, I had zero intention of becoming a realtor, even into the industry as a whole outside of uh, stumbling into it. So I originally started as a finance and operations individual uh, working for a small business, knew I wanted to do uh, own my own business and be my own boss, uh, study technology, innovation, entrepreneurship in college. And then uh, from there, graduated and uh, started looking for a place to live around the DMV. And it, as you know, the prices are a bit, they're a bit high for us up here. So um, I have a construction background and as a result, look for opportunities that I could potentially build wealth for myself and also be able to get into it because I just didn't have the, the income or the capital to be able to do so. And um, did a fix and flip project with my brother with my family backing. And um, one thing led to a next and ended up stumbling into becoming a full-time realtor. And it's the best mistake that ever happened. There you go. I love it. I love it. Best mistake that's happened yet. So congratulations on that. So being early into the business, uh, I imagine that there's been no shortage of uh, failure, but really I'd like to craft failure as more so a lesson, uh, you know, the opportunity to learn and, and apply and do better next time. So uh, just share with us a failure that you've experienced in business that actually has been a great lesson that you're ultimately grateful for. Well, I'm sure you, again, have, have quite a bit of experience with failure. And, and I think everybody who says that they don't isn't really being honest with themselves, especially That's right. as an entrepreneur. That's right. <laughs> but um so every day I learn something new, or at least strive to, otherwise I don't go to bed. But uh, it, especially in this industry, as a whole, doing the construction as well as the uh, full-time real estate uh, as a realtor with clients buying and selling is, you know, the, the relationships and nurturing that is, is always been the biggest thing for me. And so I oftentimes don't really set boundaries with, a, you know, if a client needs something, I'm always there, which I've always seen as an asset. But then you know, putting things into perspective and, and making sure you don't let your the true importance, which is your family and friends and your own personal goals, really kind of get and uh, be overlooked by trying to find success or trying to be available for others when you're not really being available for yourself. So I think a daily reminder and the daily thing that I pushed and strive for and that I struggled with early on was setting those boundaries to really be able to produce and, and provide value at a, at a high level. But 
also doing it under my terms and, 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 and under my control is huge. And, and then along with that is another huge kind of a, a failure that I constantly deal with in the construction world is that you always find a problem that's associated with a, a, whether it be a job or and then same thing with the deal as well. And, you know, whether an appraisal comes in low or uh, whether there's an unexpected structural problem with the house, you know, you're always going to be throwing curveballs. And, and from those failures, the, the biggest asset or thing that I've gained out of it is thinking outside of the box to be able to then problem solve rather than just throwing up your hands and saying, I'm out, I'm done, I'm out. But moving forward, say, okay, well, what are possible solutions for this to be able to then resolve it where most people just say, okay, the deal crumbled. I refuse to let that happen. Absolutely. It sounds like really uh, early, very early on inside of your real estate career, you've embraced uh, the concept of the three F's that I've always applied both in real estate and really all throughout walks of life. Uh, and the three F's are to fail, fail fast. And when you fail fast, you get to embrace that failure fast so they will propel you forward. Right. So it's how can you fail, fail as fast as possible. And you've already held, hit it. Right. If you if anybody's telling they're not failing, then they're either lying to you or they're just not trying or it's an indication that you're not <laughs> trying. You know, yeah. I'll never forget. I was actually asked to leave about 20 minutes in uh, to my very first listing appointment because um, it was that uh, evident that um, I was not going to be the real estate agent listing their property, um, at least as they were uh, concerned. Um, and that was probably one of the greatest things that happened for me uh, because I actually had my very my second listing appointment ever. That was my first listing appointment ever. My second listing appointment ever was the following day and actually I got the listing. So I had the opportunity to learn from that failure right away. Right, as a quarterback, you throw an interception. When you get back on the field, you know what you need to do differently. Um, and right. Sam, you've continued to be a, you know, a great testament to that as well. Sam, I imagine that in order to build the type of business that you've been able to do so, both at a you know, relatively uh, short career, right? New to the industry, doing in a dynamic age, right? Under 30. What are some time blocking strategies or even a, a um, approach to time blocking that you believe has uh, allowed you to be successful to the level that you have been so far? Yeah, it all comes down to discipline. Um, you know, we were just talking earlier about getting up early, getting your own alone time, regardless of whatever that means. Everybody's got different schedules and different factors in their life, whether it's kids, family, uh, uh, different routines that they like to keep and everybody's got different time associated with that but knowing that right and then also saying okay what am I going to do to maximize today and time blocking is huge and has been huge for me and so just like when you go back to grade school and you go back to high school where you have periods right so you've got history for 45 minutes then you've got a break then you've got English then you got a break and then you go to social studies or, or science or whatever the different discipline is but when you're doing that you're focused solely on that subject. You know, you can't use, you're not texting in class, otherwise the teacher's going to get mad at you. You're not, you're not distracted. You may get up for a period break if you need to go to the bathroom or whatever, grab some food, but you try to stay as focused as possible to be able to be uh, as into that as you can at that point in time and be super hyper-focused to be able to accomplish that. And then the work that you get completed is, is 5X of what you would do otherwise when you're distracted and so on and so forth. Uh, what about like emergencies and things coming up, right? So you use the analogy, right? Of being in history class, you're focused on history. Or if in your real estate business, you know, you're focused on lead generation or you're, you know, you're locked in doing some one thing specific for your business. How do you combat those inevitable uh, quote unquote emergencies that happen and right. to those fires that you just got to go out and fight that fire in the moment? Tell me about that. So, so I, I put my phone on do not disturb and there's a few people that have access to 
my calendar to be able to know what's going on. And then they can also, they understand the power of being able to get through to me at any time with their favorite list. If, if they're in my favorites, they'll still ring through even though I'm on the do not disturb. So if one of those people really needs to get a hold of me, then they, they're able to. But as you know, we're blessed and we're in this, in the first world of being able to where people think the world's going to fall apart and needs to be addressed right now. I found a huge, another thing is a big lesson on that is, is that sometimes reacting too quickly is not a good thing. Being able to let stuff mature and able to kind of sort itself out nine times out of 10, if there's another agent that's calling you about something, or if, or if uh, somebody that's helping you on some of your work or whatnot is calling you about, oh, I'm stuck, I can't do this. People, people are intelligent human beings. Most people are intelligent human beings. We can't speak for everyone, but everybody's got potential. And a lot of times when you defer that and you push it away because it's not really a fire unless, God forbid, something is a superhuman emergency, that it, it sorts itself out most of the time, which then even builds more time in that you have for you to be able to complete your day rather than sidetracking you with other things that kind of come up. Most certainly. You know, one of my greatest takeaways as it relates to these quote unquote real estate fires or real estate emergencies, never forget I heard a speaker say, uh, as far as real estate is concerned, there's no such thing as an emergency, right? His background, although, you know, prior to getting real estate, he was a police officer, uh, you know, rode on the ambulances and, you know, responded emergency. Those are emergencies, right? Okay. And anything that is elevated to that level, guess what? You, Mr. and Mrs. Real Estate Agent, you are not classically trained to be able to handle that anyway, right? So, uh, right, there's no such thing as a real estate emergency. For those looking to protect that time in the morning, anything that needs to be have you know grab attention, like actually, if you got to it at 12 o'clock or one o'clock, right, somewhere in that middle afternoon, you're likely going to uh, be in that same uh, addressing factor or you know meet the demand at that time anyway, right? So if something's looking to to rob your morning time. Because uh, it's quite a quote-unquote emergency, definitely it's worth evaluating and challenging to say, okay, hey, can this actually occur at noon, right? And you right. kind of open yourself back up to the world. Right. It's just it's like flexing a muscle. You know, it's difficult to do because in this world we're so used to being able to now, now, now. We need to respond now, now, now. But actually taking that step back and really being able to to train yourself towards it. And again, I'm not perfect. I'm I'm far from it. I'm the first to admit I get distracted. You know, I, I run into roadblocks and I run in and I constantly have to remind myself, okay, just push this off. Just push this off. Let's see how it matures and then see how we go back at it and then with a clear mind when you're focused on doing so. Sam, what's working really well right now for you in your real estate business? So for me in, in, in this area, there's a lot of new construction that's coming around and, and there's also a lot of projects and there's also a lot of people that are thirsty for information associated to stuff like that. So right now, and a big thing that I feel that I've been able to breach into the market with and be able to do well so far, fortunately, has been by providing that value to clients of walking through and pointing out a lot of extra uh, characteristics and, and things that potentially could be done to a property to be able to improve equity for, for, the, for them or the opposite end of things that may not be right. And obviously saying, and first and foremost, I'm a realtor. I am not, I'm not a, a licensed contractor. I, I, I am, but that's not the hat that I'm wearing with my clients. And, but being able to have those additional disciplines in the background has really made a big difference because oftentimes you fight that age where You've got people that have been in the industry for 20 or 30 years and have these huge supportive foundations that uh, they always ask their clients will ask, like, why you? And then the work ethic, you know, the, the, the ability to solve problems and also the, the relentlessness to be able to just, 
I'm not going to give, I'm going to work harder than anybody else around me is really been what I think has been the biggest thing for myself. I love that. I love that. It sounds like you live true. It's one of my favorite quotes I've recently heard is that uh, good people work out. The best people outwork, right? And it's how you are able to apply, uh, you know, your tenacity and commitment uh, to making something special happen. And as a result, special things come from it. So um, right. I get that. People always say luck, luck, you, oh, you get so lucky. Well, if you put yourself in enough good situations, you're having a higher opportunity for that luck to strike you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Spot on, man. So I, I'd like to understand how you are connecting with your sphere and your database to produce industry related content, content of value that you're able to you know, use that to craft some transaction opportunities from that. What are the top three things you're doing in that space, touching your database, you know, providing relevant content to them? So especially now more than ever with everything going on with the pandemic and also with the general state of the economy, people's, people's livelihoods, everything has been, sh has been shooken up, right? So as a result right now, instead of, you know, people referred to it previously as let's do cold calls, right? Where they have said, just, just randomly pick up the phone and call and say, hi, my name's Sam Medvin with blank, blank, blank. Are, are, are you looking for any realtor services today? You know, that, that, that used carsman sales pitch that has been preached and that individuals still try is just not relevant. And I think being able to cater that as, and, and for myself, it's genuinely coming from how can I help? You know, that's what, what separates another mentality of my own. And the main focus is whatever I do, I'm trying to leave it better and, and leave those who I interact with for the better after that, whether it's a conversation, whether it's a transaction, it's really just trying to improve. So, and to help as many people as possible. So I go to a client care call and I'm able to go in and just check out and just say, how are you doing? You know, what, what can I do to help? I'm fortunate in this situation. A lot of times you feel bad of calling and saying, I'm doing great. Like everything's fantastic right now, but you can't take that pitch. It's more of using that fuel to be able to try to help. And, and what, maybe I have a connection that could help them in that situation. Maybe they lost a job and they need to sharpen up on their their resume or whatever it may be just being there is the biggest thing in that relationship and fostering that and then as far as content i do something with my development work called happy flipping friday which has been huge i've gotten a lot of gotten a lot of uh, uh lead generation from that and also connecting with my sphere where every friday i do an update on one of my projects and I go around and it's it's a corny with me and a selfie sticks and hey this is me happy flipping friday here are the updates what questions do you have and, and i try to make it fun and, and um yeah so every friday i'm doing that and and it's been it's been great that's awesome happy flipping friday i like that happy flipping friday that's good to go man sam what would you say to the person uh who may have some natural guilt i know very early on in my career i had this at a pretty high level uh, some natural guilt around not always being available. You know, I really thought my value proposition was tied to be the 7-Eleven of real estate. You know, at 24-7 around the clock hours, you know, contact me weekends, evenings, date nights, holidays, and I'm your guy, right? And that's what right. I wanted to bring to the table, right? How right. have you been able to position your value proposition uh, and not feel guilty about not always being available? Yeah, the big thing is, like I said, I struggle with this huge as well. Like I thought, you know, I'm coming into the game. I'm 24. I, the only way that I'm going to outbeat everybody is that I'm going to be available. I don't care if it's three in the morning. I will be up. I will be there. I will be sharp. I will be ready. And as I've, you know, been able to procure more business and, and also be able to help others going through this, I've been able to realize that, you know, it's, it's a 
you kind of set yourself up for failure at times by by the response time that you give and also by not setting the own boundaries and respect because everybody that you're dealing with is, is is human they get that if you say you know i've got a dinner with my family i've just been real whereas before i would try to protect my personal life of what i'm doing and separate it right where now i've kind of turned the other side which i think has been and i see a lot of things like for yourself that you know you talk about what are the biggest joys in your life you, your two kids your family your wife you know, and, and people connect with that and then they respect it even more. So I've just been, you know, you got to be open with and you respect that time. And, you, and, and just as much as we say time blocking for business, you got to time block for personal times, too, especially with what we do. The more we work, the more opportunity we have, which is the more return for us to be successful. But keeping in perspective, what is the real what is your why? What what is really important to you rather than an extra 50 or 100,000 dollars you may get or an extra five or 10 deals, whatever. That's not going to matter if you throw everything else out of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because what are, what's a big business with nothing, you know, uh, to support it, right? And right. inside that person. Or to enjoy it with. Correct. That's going to wrap up part one of this two-part series with Sam Medvin. Be sure to check out the second part where we have the opportunity to go through Sam's top three action items that he focuses on to hit his business goals and specifically how he's moving business forward through COVID-19. Take it away, Keith. You've wrapped up another episode on DMV Realtor Radio, the daily podcast to help DMV real estate professionals move business forward. We trust that you've gotten some useful and practical information from this episode. To access the show notes and download the tools mentioned, head over to dmvrealtorradio.com. For latest news and video updates, follow host Jason Stone on Instagram and Facebook at I am Jason Stone. Till next time.